Hi, I'm Natalie. And I'm Chris. And, and this, this is, is the Paranormal, Paranormal Podcast. Podcast. A podcast for all things creepy crawly. And this episode is recorded in front of a live studio audience. Hey, Mindy. Oh, that's my boo-boo bear. <laughs> Mindy is Natalie's college home girl, and they were dorm mates and roommates, and she's going to hang out and they're going to go get some really good pizza now that Natalie's really freaking stoned. Dude, I'm super stoned. This is great. I haven't been this stoned in a long time. It's been like three day, two, one day? Oh, no, this is a good <laughs> Last one, night? dude. This is a good one. So, like, how good is good one? Like, bagel bites stoned kind of good or what? Oh, shit. That does sound good. Bagel bites? Oh, what about pizza rolls? Pizza rolls! Pizza rolls is where it's at. Oh, my gosh. Dinner just got cheaper. <laughs> Here we go. Now we got a weekend. Yeah. All right. So for this topic, kind of wanted to do something a little bit more following with what's going on this month. And since May is mental health, mental yeah, English, mental health awareness month, I want to focus on Aokigahara Forest, uh, one of the world's most oh. popular destination sites for suicide. Oh fuck. <laughs> Okay, let's go. <laughs> yeah, this got deep real quick. So if you were expecting that's giggles... That's not deep. That's not a... so much. Huh. So have you heard about this place before? I have. I know that that's where a lot of suicides happen. And I feel like there was someone who went there that I don't remember who it was, but... Yeah, it was, was like, it there was like some influencer who like was like take was walking through there. They found an actual hanging body, and then they were like oh. making. It wasn't bad until they started making jokes about it. Like that's like yeah. if we were bringing awareness to it or like stumbled upon it, that's one thing. But like the jokes are where personally I draw the line. Yeah, yeah, same. So apparently, this forest is not only known for people who are willing to follow through with it, but just people who are just even considering it will go to the forest for various personal reasons um so usually it'll be either from historically from hanging uh more recently though from some sort of chemical poisoning oh and by chemical do you mean just like chemicals as in like prescription drugs like some sort of like, like going overkill on drugs um even being able to use just some sort of like you know, even like something like mixing sleeping pills and alcohol. Oh, okay. Yeah. So just self-poisoning in some way, shape, or form. Gotcha. Um, the crazy thing about this part, which is kind of, you get the, um, you get the creepy, you get a little bit of crime, and there might be like a hair bit of cryptid up in here. Not really. But, ooh, but that, le- ooh, that would be a really weird uh, horror movie. I mean, considering that ugh. just, it's so well known for that too, there's just naturally like a lot of bad juju about the place. Yeah. So with how many people have killed themselves in this forest year in, year out, a lot of Japanese spiritualists believe that these suicides have pretty much like infused and absorbed into the forest now. Oh, fuck. That's so, an interesting concept. Yeah. So now oh. when you watch all the horror movies, you know how like you'll kind of keep running straight and you kind of keep coming across the same rock over yeah. and over again? There's some weird supernatural stuff, apparently, that prevents a lot of people from leaving that forest. Oh, shit. So if you go, you better be prepared to not come back. Yeah. And it's not, there's one very clearly, um, there's one apparently like a clearly done trail, 
But if you venture off the trail, it's super dense and thick. So it's likely that you're not going to encounter any other people if you venture off the trail. I mean, venturing off trails like in a forest or anything is dangerous enough as it is. But oh, I'm imagining this place like the, um, oh my god, the forest at Hogwarts. The one that just has like, it's like super dark and everything and... Am I the only one that? Okay. I'm gonna nod. This... <laughs> I I, I kind of know what you're talking about, God but damn I mean, it. I can't even remember the name of it, and this is bothering me. But that's there's... where like that's where Aragog was at the giant spider. Yeah, the big spider. Isn't that where the the hippogriff graph was no, being like held at hip... trained? Different forest. No, uh, Hagrid's brother was there. Okay, got it. Okay. I'm anyway, sorry. Yes. <laughs> Back to the story. So apparently. Um, There aren't a lot of stats on here for a very specific reason, but back in 2010, police records showed that about 247 people had attempted suicide that year. Oh, buddy. 54 of those people were successful and recorded. Again, dense forest. We're not sure about the exact numbers. Um, So, oh my God, there could be like hundreds of people out there. That's crazy. Yeah, so in 2018... They said there were an average of about, of about suicide, 30 suicides that year, which was down from about 100 10 years prior in 2008. It was down from, sorry, In 2008, it, they were at about 100 okay. actual suicides. So they're down about a drastic amount yeah. from 100 yeah. to 30. But the local police officers recover about an annual average of like 100 people from the forest in various states of consciousness. So whether they were mid-hanging... Oh mid-poisoned, whatever. Um, A lot of dark stuff over there. And what is certain is that the numbers continue to rise each year. Oh, So because of that, the authorities have actually stopped disclosing exact suicide numbers to draw attention away from the whole, like, dark history going on there. Fuck. Because if you keep reporting the numbers, then you're like, oh, I'm not feeling too great right now. I should go to that forest. So they just didn't want that. Oh, my God. What the fuck? My my brain is having a hard time processing all of this. I'm sorry. Yeah. On top of that, we have the cultural aspect to it. So Japan is actually quite subject to a lot of suicide fads. Uh, suicide fads? Yeah. So there was a novel that was written back in 1961 uh, by an author named Seicho Matsumoto. Uh, the book is called Nami no To, or Tower of Waves. And it kind of started a trend of like love-vexed couples and then a lot of unemployed people to commit suicide in that specific forest at Aokigahara. What? Uh, so the book, spoiler alert, if you're going to read this, probably want to skip the next minute or two on this podcast, but the book ends with the <laughs> heroine who's in a very socially unacceptable relationship okay. heading to the forest to end her life. Oh, oh honey, no. Yeah. So because of that, now we fast forward to more modern times. And right now the leading cause for people to seek out the forest is actually financial problems. I mean, that makes sense. I mean, you figure when I was living there back in like the late 90s leading into 2000, like there was that big Southeast Asian economic crisis. So as people were losing their jobs, losing their homes and this and that. It was forest time, unfortunately. It was forest time. Oh, I don't like that. 
Oh my goodness. I'm so stoned and I'm feeling so much <laughs> right now. I got the feels. Oh. It wasn't kind of what you were expecting, was it, though? No, it wasn't. But this is really interesting. Please yeah. continue. Um, there's even a point where as you enter the... As you're on the trail entering the forest, there's a sign that says... And this is the loosely translated description I found. Think carefully about your children and your family. Um, right below that is a phone number of a volunteer group headed by lawyers that specialize in debt advice because right now that's the main suicide trigger. Oh my gosh. I mean, at least they're actually proactively like trying to help because that's, I mean, that's great. Yeah. Uh, apparently that sign was actually put up by a 30 year old, um, suicide attempt victim. Uh, he, again, he was there because he was in serious debt and he personally blamed a lot of Japan's money lending system, which at this point, the government's gone through some pretty serious reform and is probably yeah. always going to be a hot topic. If suicide rates are yeah, very high in Japan, for sure. Um, there was another person, Hideo Watanabe. He owns a cafe, a lakeside cafe at the forest entrance. He said that over the past 30 years of him working and being there with his business, yeah. he saved around 160 people. Oh, I love it. I love it. Oh my gosh. I, I'm so proud of him. See, so I mean, the local businesses are yeah. trying to chip in because that's their livelihood too. Um, but he said that he can usually categorize everybody into three groups of people who like to visit the forest. Okay. Um, there's a lot of hikers who want to get a really good view of Mount Fuji. So for anyone Makes who's planning on going to Japan sense. or when we go, we can totally check out the view of the forest. Oh, buddy. Um, uh... There's a lot of the, <laughs> we fit into this category too. Seekers of anything spooky. Okay, yeah, we we are definitely that. We did it in Ireland. We'll probably do it in Japan. I mean, we went, we drove like what, like four, five hours was, to go check out the Abbey of the Black Hag? Yeah, it was three hours both ways. So it was six hours total. With me never having driven in Europe on the other side of the oh road. So God. that was great. I felt so bad. <laughs> it was fun. It was fine. We lived. And the other thing is the third category, which unfortunately plan on entering but never leaving the forest yeah mm. so again he said also that most people who come to the area for pleasure do so in groups so whenever they see someone on their own um mr watanabe would always actually go and talk to them and seek them out ask them a few basic questions and then usually you can tell based on their answers their overall emotions their energy yeah. levels what they're there for yeah i'm sure it's a you really get like an eye for picking everyone out. That's oh. yeah. And again, you want dark stories, kind of like with a little happy ending. He said there was a young woman who had tried to kill herself and walked past his store. Uh, she tried to hang herself and failed. So you could see part of the rope around her neck still. Oh my god! And her eyes were like almost kind of like bulging and kind of popping out of the oh, sockets. Oh fuck! So he did what any Ooh. good Samaritan would do. He took her inside, made her some yeah. tea. And called an ambulance. Just, you know, be able to talk to her for a little bit. And he said a yeah. few words can just go a long way. That's very true. That's so true. That's why reaching out to your friends is so important. Especially if you know they have mental health issues. Especially right now. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Especially with all the whole... With, with as much isolation that's going on with everyone who's oh, really, yeah. really been social distancing hard. Yeah. So there was also a local Buddhist priest, uh, Shozen Yamashita who actually conducts Buddhist rites in the forest to pray for the souls of the thousands of people who have died there over the years. Oh, gosh. And again, he also said that 
the lack of support networks in Japan is a main cause for an ever-increasing suicide rate. Wait, can you repeat that sentence? He said that the lack of support support networks in Japan were a main cause of ever-increasing suicide rates. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. That makes so sense. he said, quote, They have no one to talk to, no one to share the pain or the suffering. So they think, if I take my life, I can escape the misery. Yeah. Uh, we conduct these rites in order to ponder how we might help make a world that is free of such suffering. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's that's amazing. Oh, wow. So, you know, like now you have a religion religion that's actually trying to really play a part in bringing down the suicide rate, which I think that's yeah, great. Yeah, no, that's great. I mean, I had a sentence that I was going to say, but then I saw the snacks on the table and I got distracted and I don't remember what I was going to say. <laughs> but then words and hi. Yeah, okay. I'm trying. Hey. <laughs> what? Are you going to do it? No, you're just getting... um. Really giggly in your, uh, like your eyelids are getting heavier and heavier, but for as small as your eyes are getting, your smile is growing bigger and bigger. You're kind of turning it like, like the Cheshire cat as it starts to fade into (laughs) nothing, but like, there's just the smile. Oh my God. Like if it was super dark, all I would see would be those pearly whites and that's it. Oh my God. I have my Cheshire mask. I could put that on and you could feel how that, uh, looks. The bleach one? Fuck you. It's Young Justice. That's another story for another time when we okay. met on OkCupid and I screwed up. Anyways. Anyways, um, back to back to the story. They also interviewed a local psychiatrist. Um, he had talked to multiple survivors. And one of the common themes that came up when he was talking to them is that they actually believed they could go into the forest and off themselves without being noticed. Oh, yeah. So, you know, very quiet, secluded place. But there was some cool little crazy parallel about... Also, them wanting to go to a place where others had committed suicide, so they didn't feel like they were dying alone. Oh, shit. I mean, that makes sense. I never would have thought about that, though. That, that, oh, wow, that hurts my heart. Yeah, so this is another reason why I wanted to kind of bring this up for the Mental Health Mental Health Awareness Month, was just because if there's, if anyone out there is feeling a little bit lonely, feeling a little bit down and out, like, just reach out to somebody or if you see your friends are feeling a little bit down and out or haven't talked to someone in a while now's always a good time to hit them up better late than never because i mean shoot even you and i have been through some weirdly oddly like rough downtimes during the whole pandemic piece well yeah well mine is because i've got depression and anxiety and bipolar so yeah you are really an anxious ball of anxious i am an anxious ball of anxious and even, but I, I usually am good on my own, but even I'm having a hard time right now. Yeah, so for, like, if anyone watches as many, even half as many nature docs as Natalie does, um, like, when you watch all the Steve Irwin ones, you really have to creep up and approach Natalie very quietly and calmly, because you will scare her away, and then I just have to talk to her, because you might make her cry if you start I have her. no idea what you're talking about, but I will say that the ocean documentaries are the best. Yeah, Mindy knows what's up. This is kind of cool having a live, like a live audience of one, but still. We've oh. got Mindy and Ainrin just laying out on the carpet. I love it. Ainrin's our cat, if you don't remember that part. Yeah, um, he's an asshole. Anyways, for anybody who does choose to go to the Aokigahara Forest, word of warning. The soil is actually rich with magnetic iron. So it's very difficult to get cell service over there, 
or even to get a compass to function properly. Okay, so this is turning into like a mystery spot situation. Yeah, so same with whenever you watch the whole, it's kind of like the, um, what was it, um, Hansel and Gretel thing. Instead of leaving breadcrumbs, oh. a lot of people will use ribbons to kind of mark their path if they stray a little bit off the trail, so they know they can always get back. Yeah. Uh, other people, especially with modern technology, now they're also recording their, they're actually videotaping their walks through the forest. So oh. if they get lost, they can backtrack their steps. Huh. That's a good idea. Makes I sense. Guess. Yeah. But unfortunately, because again, thick, dense forest, um, kind of like what um, that Paul brother found, the yeah. influencer dude, he saw a hanging body. Yeah. So That's you crazy. might accidentally, willingly or not, end up catching something on film that you might necessarily not want to show oh, everybody when you get home. God. So again, stay on the path. Straying away from it could lead you to find something you do not want to see, which is very well documented online. And again, like the, what is it, Jake or Logan Paul, whichever one it was, like, he's not the, when I w- looked online, that wasn't the, that was the number one video that came up, but not the only video where people just found a body in that forest. Yikes. Yeah, I've, I've never gotten the courage to go check out those videos. They're dark. It's, it's really, like, I, I like dark shit, but I... I don't know about that one, man. There's like it's, dark. Yeah, it's too real and it's too personal without actually knowing a person even. Yeah, it's different watching like a horror movie about that story versus like actually seeing the body yeah. and recording it on your own. Yeah, I don't. I don't yeah. So like dark <laughs> macabre is kind of like our thing, but there's a limit. There's a limit. Yeah, there's always a limit. So yeah, that's what I had on the forest. What are your thoughts? You fucked me up, man. I wasn't expecting that. Because I always do so. I always do something like the usual, like, oh, this is a cool story. This is kind of funny one. This is kind of intense. Haven't done dark for like a long time. No, you haven't. I mean, it was a good story. I learned a lot about it. Um, I don't remember what I was going to say next. I'm really fucked up. And so you're telling me that fucked me up even more. Oh my god. We'll go watch like an episode of My Little Pony if it'll ease you up or like something. Or Castlevania. Yeah. Oh, Castlevania. Which new season coming out like this week, isn't it? Oh my god, yeah. Trevor Belmont. Those fucking chain whips. Oh my god. He's he's amazing. I just... I'm gonna keep rambling. You need to cut me off or tell me what to do. <laughs> no, this is actually kind of funny. I could let you go on for like at least a minute or so. No. Oh my god. So that was it. Um, If anyone has any questions, feel free to hit us up. What's our online stuff again or our social stuff? Oh, um, we're on Facebook and Twitter at Paranormal Pot. And uh, we're also, I mean, we're on, um, what the fuck is it? Apple Music or something? Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So. And she's really hot. What what did you smoke, by the way? Orange Tree. The orange one that, tree. The one that George gave us. I really like this one, man. Special shout out to George. You hit the woman who actually has a crazy tolerance and got her to a new level. So thank you. Whoop, whoop. Thanks for the weed. Because that's okay. how you always talk. I Anyways, <laughs> this is Chris and Natalie signing off. Bye. Bye.